0: The title of this particular show is What are the influences of fraternities on men's perspectives?
1: I think it's a, a whole part of the matriculation uh, of going through uh, becoming a young adult into a whole adult, if you want to call that. Yeah. Like, um, even before you cross, you very uh, uh unaware of uh just like fraternal order and turn even just how different fraternities uh navigate and operate among each other and and just within the the community of fraternity um and it's easy to just kind of see colors and mm-hmm. pick up um if you want to call it uh beef or whatever um and it's and it's even a thing and when you're when you get into it enough just because the there's that uh there it's a market it's market at the end of the mm-hmm. day and you're marketing to the the, the community that you are in um, and it's competition um but as you grow into subsequent life, these people um, that even that you that you were in school with, or just out of, not even in the same school with, there's a certain I I, I hold a certain understanding that these organizations were set up for the betterment of the black community at the end of the day, and the, these people stepped into a leadership role. Um, whether they uphold it or recognize it or not. And um, I think that's ultimately what we have to acknowledge above all else is that these organizations were set up to uh, improve and create more order within our communities and tap into that more and seeing less of the, the division and seeing ourselves as resources to fulfill the purpose of the reason why these organizations were established.
0: I think that leads into a good place to, to kind of start a conversation on, obviously we can't talk on the history of all fraternities or even nine fraternity. We can only talk about our fraternity really in more detail, but to start with, our fraternity. Can we talk a little bit about the history of our fraternity? Maybe from an aspect of less about you know stuff you will find on the internet, more about the importance of the conception and the continuation.
1: Like I was saying, that they were started to because of the the status of the the the. the, the or the, the situation that our founders were in in indiana yeah um um and they were being treated as such um in that era like our level of racist our, our level of understanding racism versus their experience with racism was pretty different and it's easy to say that um so for them to to uh, create, you know, and start the the opportunity, it was a matter of just really survival, survival, but also just to be able to um, also um, what's the word um, collect or consolidate resources at the end of the day for them to do better. Mm -hmm. Um, And just just taking that scenario, consolidating resources, our our intellectual resources, but also our physical resources. I mean, that's, um, I think that's a a characteristic of leadership, but it's also a thing that we got to implement further within our community um collecting our intellect our our intellect and our resources for us to do better and get out of this uh the status quo because i mean i think covid it it, the 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 narrative was already there before covid that um we are in america becoming a uh the, the 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 economic genocide is, it's up. And if we don't do something, uh, more with more intention, then, uh, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's evident in what's happened to the Native Americans and how they're being dealt with, but something has to shape.
0: One of the things that I think is powerful that I don't think really, you know, with, with within the rubber who we under we understand especially more as time goes on, was that like you said about the organization of the resources, how important that is. There doesn't just that doesn't does happen. You know, I kind of think we say today we say buy black and just think everything just organizes itself, but it doesn't just happen like that. And with fraternities and sororities there there is like you said fraternal order there's there's an organization and the continued uh, the continuity and the sustainability is built within the system to keep the values going which which today is hard to say in black communities is there in that organized fashion how do you think that's influenced male's perspectives so you have people within the fraternity, and then you have people that are not in the fraternity. How has fraternities impacted male, male's perspectives on society?
1: Um, I, I, for the not everybody even is aware of what fraternities are. So, and then for some. For those who probably do know who are aware of what a fraternity is they don't have an understanding like the the, the understanding of just life and your role as a man it evolves as you grow mm-hmm. and so does your understanding of the fraternity and the roles that your brothers play in it um and just be, be, being a better brother within the fraternity like, it's all a, a process of, of, of self-evolution. So you can only, your, your level of understanding of fraternity can only register from where your experience is taking you. So um, an easy kind of um, context or a tender to run up is gang um, order or whatnot. You know, just to pull somewhere like California where they have a lot of gang affiliation where uh, the nukes out in, in California they have to wear more black paraphernalia yeah. to not be confused uh, with gang order. Um, and then it's you know the 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 black the the, the black traumatic experience, you know yeah. growing up where you you, you have an understanding of gang order, even if it's not your personal experience, and you see these different organizations with different colors competing in a market, and, you know, there's, you know, the different chants and stuff where it's kind of like throwing shade or whatnot, and it's like, it becomes, you, you just pick up the sword and run with this rivalry when, in actuality, these people are also your, your brothers and sisters in the same um, struggle that their founders found their organization for. It, 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 I mean, it's you know they, they, they have, you have these bylaws and the, the you know the the, the, the um, everything you know subsequent under the, the objectives and things of that nature, but ultimately these organizations or found it to give some type of, you know, not just stability, but a, a safe space for people <laughs> who were in these areas of a higher level of racism yeah. at the end of the day.
0: I think you made a good point about from the outside, what, percep- what perceptions can be. If you're uh, uh, I don't know, a a boy or a young man from the outside and you're looking at it and you don't really know, especially we're in communities with more trauma and gang affiliation than others, you might, and this might look like another gang to you. You don't recognize actually there is bylaws. There's, you know, there's an order, there's a mission. About the commitment to communities and the betterment of universities' aims and objectives, there's there's really altruistic characteristics, but from the outside, you don't see that. You see us strolling, you see you know, you see all this different, what looks like gang-affiliated things. So it looks like a gang from the outside. I think you you touched on a good point about your self-development inside the fraternity. So analyzing male perspectives inside the fraternity is very different from university to alumni, right? So when you're on campus, when you're on campus, how you see the fraternity is almost like different worlds.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's like, uh, it's like being an infant in it. Like once you're, you cross your brotherhood and your, your at, at, at your brotherhood and your existence in the fraternity is in a very infantile state so you're really just running uh, um, you just crawling through the the, 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 the the early stages of brotherhood whereas an alumni you, you're trying to coach these young cats, on not just you know doing well but you know keeping the 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 chapter in order and not jeopardizing it you know just you know how to walk well in the fraternity so to speak because um yeah man you know <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> and and but that's it's a good, probably, that's, a good that's that's a i think that touches on a good thing like, Actually, that doesn't always work. Uh, not to say it doesn't always work, but mistakes are made in your in 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 your early stages in a fraternity. On a lot of campuses across the country, a lot of mistakes are made, and some mistakes are a lot bigger than other mistakes. And I think you touched on the marketability, the marketability. Like it has to be marketable. You have to. There's a part of it that's flash, and there's a part of it that's substance, and maybe potentially the perspectives of some of the early members in the organization and outside only see the flash, like you said, and that's what gets us, or, you know, people in different fraternities and sororities in some trouble. And that's what causes the bad stereotypes. Is that, is that fair to say, or is there more to that?
1: Um, I mean bad stereotypes i think if we really want to go there uh a lot of i think more of them come from the lack of accountability with leadership, and that's you know wearing wearing the letters for to to manipulate the the, the situations that you get to be in, whether it's uh strong army you know some type of situation- strong army any type of situation really. Whether it's to gain a seat of power or influence, or to uh, sexually abuse somebody, mm-hmm. um, I think that's a lot—a uh, lot of where the uh, more um, negative um, things to be said about organizations come from.
0: And do you think those perspectives or the use the usage of those letters come from inside. Is it a cultural thing inside the organization, like you mentioned about leadership, or is it just a normal function of society? Because you know, if you're not in a fraternity, those things are happening anyway. Not to say it's, it's good, a, but it's happening anyway.
1: It's a normal function of society, yep. sad to say. Because, um, like they say, the, the the letters don't change you. Like mm-hmm. just like they say, money doesn't change you; it just makes you more of who you are. And that's why I said it's like that matriculation thing as you grow. You can um, you can only, um, your level of understanding with the whole thing, it can only go as far as where you have gone with your experience throughout life.
0: One of the great points I, I personally make to people over here is, and I'm not sure if I said it at the beginning, you don't really have that structure of order of mentorship, in in regular society whether you're white black asian whatever it's not uh for many people and many communities it's not a formalized process and the great thing about fraternity the capital is a formalized process all the way from Kappa league or you have profs that really look out for you or you have neos that you really look out for it's the mentorship is embedded in the system can you talk a little bit about like the impact mentorship has had on you and like, you're kind of a mentor to me and my shares, but talk about being a mentor and being mentored.
1: Mm, Well, my, where I'm at in my journey with this now is, it's hard to really, um, I don't know mentor a young adult i think it's easier to mentor a child than a young adult because as a young adult you're literally you're taking a different type of step than a child is whereas you're really on board with making your mistake like because you have this feeling that you know you're you're young enough to make mistakes but old enough to kind of like feel like you can like maneuver out of them. <laughs> uh yeah.
0: Um is that true? Um uh,
1: what you say is that true?
0: Yeah, is that true? Like someone my age or you know one of my Neos, are we young enough to just make mistakes and move out of them? Or you know, is it is it is it more complex than that?
1: It is it's some like it, that a lot of undergrad is, is, is kind of like that, Uh, um, don't ask permission, ask forgiveness. It's way more of that going on uh, than in, in adulthood because, you know, the older you get, the, the, the worse the penalty, I'll say. Um, That's the thing. It, there's more lenience when you're a, the younger you are. Yeah. So with mentorship, <clears> throat> mentoring. Throat> somebody in undergrad it, it's kind of t- kind of hard to think that the lessons that hit home you just got to show the behavior of how to um you know just be a be a solid person you know at the end of the day somebody that they can lean on you know when they're you know in a position you know I think that's more so overall the thing to do is just being a solid person in situations. Because, you know, people don't do what they're going to do in the situations that they find themselves in. There's too much dynamic to just say, hey, this is what you should do in this situation. Because there's, you know, compounding, um, things going on on, every, on multiple surfaces that you, t- you just can't say, hey, there's only, there's not, it's, it's hardly ever binary. There's a lot going on and you just have to work within situations and handle things as optimally as situations present themselves and go from there and there's going to be mistakes to be made along the way um some are going to be from, from negligence some are just going to be from this happening um but it's a mentorship um um uh, it that, that that's a, a thing i'm i'm kind of like in a different state about at this age whereas like, when y'all were on the yard or whatnot <laughs> i was really trying you know yeah i, I think that, i think i was trying to play that role Is just like if anything i'm just try to be you know somebody that y'all can identify with because you know we had that mm-hmm. uh that lapse <laughs> after 2k 11. um just you know just being present you know to not only because i know you know i think with uh the situation which y'all were, were y'all in uh it, it's not necessarily being an abandoned child but it's like it's not having pro present in that mm-hmm. that 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 role where it's like okay so what are we supposed to do in this situation because <laughs> I, I i mean even with us we had a couple of pro bites on the yard, but you know, there was just some things that we didn't handle as well as we should have in terms of the, the business account. Yeah.
0: We'll, we'll speak a little bit about being mentored in a minute, but I, I do want to expand upon a point you made about being a, like you, you said something about being doing it yourself and just being so I, or, you know, my ships on my knee, can just see it rather than telling us. And maybe that's the difference between fraternities and, you know, the wider community, even though, you know, in a wider community, you do have businessmen, you have lawyers, doctor, you have them out there, but I guess it's the connection, the closeness, you know, I can, and it, it's hard because I, I have a bias. I'm trying to take myself out that bias but I think within the wider community, you know, someone like you is not as accessible. Someone, you know, I can go in a group chat and hit up some of the top lawyers in the country, some of the top doctors in the country, and it's relatively accessible. It's Mm -hmm. not the same if you're not in the fraternity and that's part of the influence the mentorship has in the fraternity. Have you experienced that too?
1: Um I like well like that's the thing about it. Like I'm the person, I'm I'm literally just like the the steps that I've taken to where I'm at now, like it's I don't think it's like even with what I'm creating with my organization. Like what I'm doing with my organization nobody has done. Like mm-hmm. environment, that's not a, like I don't even I think I have to explain it, you know, to to you on some level where yep. it's like like there's not a service that I know of that provides the entertainment but mm-hmm. handles the waste management. Like that's not a thing I've heard of, and no, and I know for certain that nobody's about to be doing it like me. So, like for me, like I can't say that somebody can just mentor me through this. I'm mm-hmm. making this happen on my own, and I don't know. That's that's why I, my my perspective on, on mentorship has also changed because like. You literally just got to take the situation as best as you can and handle it as best as you can, and just grow through it. Yeah, that's, that's what life is. Um, I forgot the question. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah it's um, it's interesting. I don't think I've been as good as help as I could be to my neos, to my ships, yes, but to my neos probably not. But then again, maybe it's like you mentioned because <laughs> I'm doing the work. So I'm doing the work and they could see me doing the work, even though we don't communicate all the time or frequently. Like me and you talk, we we don't talk every day or every week, but we talk, we talk relatively frequently. And maybe it's that type of relationship. I think about some of my friends, at least over here, they don't have anybody, they don't have no social structure. So when it talks about, and like community structure within men, so when, when it comes to male perspectives or perspectives on relationships, marriage, work, it's really from each other. It's not from like a top-down approach or it's not from people, you know, we're in the same position. Yeah, we. You know, I might have a little bit more money, but really we're all the same age in the same position. And me giving someone else marriage advice or advice on relationships is like, what, what do I know? You know, compared to me speaking to Mr. Billy or, you know, one of the OGs, it's a whole different <laughs> board game. But that's by virtue of the network that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that. Yeah. Thank you.
1: That's kind of, I mean, <laughs> kind of um, and I'm so thankful to BGE be because, like, I gonna <laughs> lie, it was, it was a point in undergrad where I figured I was one of do that. Grad chapter or what? Oh wow, man! I'm just thankful to be GE it was like, it was like a point where uh, all my fr- all the homies who I who I came in with in freshman year, like they had just left by like my sophomore. I mean my uh, my spring semester of junior year. So like it was just like that's when I had really kind of leaned in uh trying to get right to be on to you know get on the next line. And lo and behold I was able to do it in the next spring, spring eleven. And now I got, you know, brothers for life. Like I, mm-hmm. I still have my relationships with the with the homies who you know who love for Scooby. Yeah. But you know, my definitely my relationships with my my, my brothers is different. Mm-hmm. And you I know. I I
0: think it's I think it's hard and I try to communicate the questions and, and get to some of the deeper issues of how the relationships work and the differences. I, I think the big thing is the differences. Like I mentioned about my friend, you don't have the, the yes, we're friends. There's a different network. There's a different, there's a different mutual understanding. So the mutual understanding that we have in the fraternity, you know, the commitment to community, the commitment to each other is. It doesn't come from what me and you have said that's in tradition that's a tradition we're carrying on we just committed to that tradition you know but me and some of my friends from that i grew up with that's never really communicated that's not written down you know so there's lots of things that you know kind of ambiguous have you experienced similar things with some of your friends
1: honest to be honest like it's like um I think I've in subsequent life you know pulled myself toward my tribes like um yeah if it wasn't like I I, I just kind of dedicated my time to purpose and like because like my first experience out of Tuskegee out of graduation was working on that project at Tuskegee and I you know, it, it, it was such a eye opening experience for me. Uh third eye opening experience if you wanna call it that. Like where it was just like that project really just broke me down as a person where I had I realized like if I have to do something for the rest of my life, it's gonna be for something that really means something to me and my mm-hmm. purpose of the person. Cause like I was like I was just beat down. Like they, they broke me. <laughs> they broke me like nothing ever had before then
0: but that no that's that's interesting in itself right so you you already cross you graduated you get into real life you take a project and this project breaks you down but that really that's not the first time you've been broken down because you went to to the whole fraternity process is preparing you for later later life the bonds you develop are preparing you to like you're not going through the process by yourself you're going through with other people which actually helps helps you through the process and mm-hmm. that frames your minds toward adversity is that did that help you through you know like you said your first experience or even later experiences
1: the thing about the the uh the process but in capital um like i didn't understand it until i actually became a project manager because I you know, I just described it like the um what was it? Um the PMP. Mm-hmm. That that training, that certification, and that level of understanding, that also refined my understanding of the process with, with capital, But just like having the 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 information structured and having the access to the information because if you don't have the information your title as a new can be snatched mm-hmm. like that's why you got to and the, the title of a project manager or your role and a job can be snatched if you don't have the answers that's your ass that's uh that's when i really <laughs> became uh understand the, the process with um with capital i didn't get it until then and i was like twenty nine to thirty then. Like I was thirty. I had just turned thirty. Like before then my whole thing was like it just forged brotherhood. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, just the level of accountability that you gotta uphold. Like I was working on the project that I was working as a project manager for. I was a project manager and superintendent. But the thing is the work um the work schedule that you know I was managing the work the people and the workforce. I was managing the work was being done overnight, so I'm the project manager by day, going to meetings, scheduling, planning, uh, doing inventory, doing that by day, working overnight, and I'm working 90 hours by Friday morning, yeah. and then doing inventory throughout the weekend. So I'm probably doing putting another 25, 20 to 25 hours throughout the weekend. So yeah, that that, that made it. The, the
0: process that much, and clear. Is it, and I, I think about those similar things too. I think it, it gets you battle ready in a way that I don't think many other things would, the mode, the closest thing I can compare it to is sports. That's maybe the closest thing I could compare it to, but even then it's not really, really it's not the same, but that's probably the closest thing I can like preseason sports. But other than that, nah, I don't, I don't think there's any other process, at least structured process that, that is like that. And that's potentially what shapes at least a lot of, uh, people in fraternities in Kappa, that's what shapes their, or at least our, our perspectives, right? Is, uh, and. I think I, what I got in my notes is challenges. What, uh, maybe, and we spoke a little bit about some challenges, uh, what are some of the challenges that we face within a fraternity on maybe, I don't know how to phrase it, like some of the perspectives that we have that maybe they're counterproductive to our missions and goals. So I, maybe I should start by saying questions that I've got both in the US and the UK is, and this is not restricted fraternities, even though we're we're talking about fraternities, is elitism. So first of all, HBCUs are elite to begin with. They're elitist. Especially if you go to like the top, you know, we went to Skeegee. That's, that's one of the top one. Like, it's not I, I basic.
1: Brought on I brought this up on Twitter and I got backlash for it. Like, we literally like, uh, I think it's the line by J. Cole: uh, "All good jokes can trick, uh, hold true shit" or something like that. And it's like the way we joke on Alabama State, like <laughs> it's not—it's not for no reason. Like we believe yeah. like, it. and like the way we, you know, we we uphold ourselves over a whole bunch of other HBCUs is leaders. The, the loops, we yeah, like, we kind of, we kind of elitist, dog. Like you know, and we my, kind of my, take my a pride
0: thing, in it too, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> my, my thing, like the way I personally think about it is, we are who we are, y'all who y'all are, we do what we do, y'all do what y'all do, mm-hmm. and it's like it, it's like that's like the way I try to, I like it. I pr- I prefer to think about it, but you know, different, you know, fraternities also, you know, feel elitist about their organization. Mm-hmm. How
0: today that happens i don't know you know <laughs> so so i think a good question and and i i and i especially noticed it because i don't i didn't grow up in the hbcu environment and i didn't grow up with nukes around me all the time so i could see the difference from where i grew up and first go into a hbcu then being in a fraternity which is elitist within hbcus and in part, you could argue there's the good is reason. The and then our the chapter point is a leaders within the fraternity. <laughs> <Silly. laughs> what well, what impact does that have on the wider society, though? On on black people that never went to a HBCU, on black people outside the country, on people in other fraternities.
1: What effect does it have? Yeah, because
0: this is our our perspective is kind of like we the shit and there's a lot of reasons why we think we're the shit and they're legit reasons. But as you see on Twitter and these places, it does create division, which is counter to what we want to do. It's counter to our mission.
1: Exactly. Um, I mean, you say it creates the division on Twitter, but... Twitter is where the evidence is brought forth more so where the receipts are brought forth. Mm-hmm. The division exists because, um, it's promoted, um, within the chants, within Strolls, the, the, the clothes, the clothes, yeah. clothes, all of that. Like it's, it's to promote the differences. We, we, we promote the differences way more than the similarities mm. and that, that I, that's a thing that um i think that's embedded that's embedded from youth like from from school where it's like you're doing this testing to get into these percentiles to put yourself ahead of everyone around you like my whole thing is my 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 plight as a, a a black man why I got into education was to make change within that because for like we like that that to to like I'm saying the testing that you know they put us through in grade school. I'm not sure how, how it is over there more so, but I know mm-hmm. how it is over here. But we're trying to test to um set ourselves apart. Whereas there there's um there's not too much in life where when you're um, I feel like personally life is better when you're celebrating with people mm-hmm. and that's accomplishments that's accomplishments uh, and achievements yeah. so when everybody is able to play their role and get the full acknowledgement for their role it works better for the whole whereas you're in, embedded indoctrinated to try to be the a standalone and you're you know, I don't know. It, 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 it it's the it, the in embedding of elitism that's happening with the, the, the with all the testing because the failures that's what matters. Like the failures is what tears a lot of students and black kids. You know, up. It, it 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 puts them in them in, the, in the in the underclass in thinking. Because like I was I, growing up I was a person that tested well. So yeah. like um I knew I I I began to naturally see differences and 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 between myself and, you know, others, you know, I went to school with and it, it I, I thought of myself differently, whereas, you know, if it was even me joking, it was like I'm gonna be more successful than you or something. Um, I know i said that even as an adult like uh, as a young adult yeah like and it's like i i i'm glad I grew out of that type of thinking because like with my organization now i promote environmental awareness and action and like the thing is we all have a role to play in that and it's like that's that's absolute like i i before i started this i you know i i knew that everyone has value in that purpose and being here. But now with me actually making it my brand, like there's not a day where I, I don't think of anybody as any different than me because the same God that's in me is in each and every one of us.
0: Yeah. I think, I think that's a unique perspective on it. I'm not quite sure. It's hard to say, at least under a certain age, it's hard to say whether that sentiment is shared. I think once you get to a certain age, sorry, you start maybe seeing it a little bit differently. But I think that's something I think about the elitism. I think about when I was traveling the U.S., I would meet Black people. I, I I worked in St. Louis, and I met Black people that I stay downtown. I'll, I'll go into networking events and not. And you have HBCUs in Black uh, in St. Louis, famous, famed HBCUs, and they wouldn't know what a HBCU is. And it had to, cl- I had to click for me. Like actually, I was fortunate to have people expose me to HBCUs, expose me to fraternities, expose me to the purpose, expose, give me that structure of, especially as a man, having other men that you're like, no, that's someone like you can be in that position. You know, you can be an architect and actually you can speak to him and he's going to tell you what he does every day. Not everyone has that. And once we go through, you know, our fraternity process or just regular HBCU process, we kind of forget actually where the fortunate and not everyone even has that opportunity to go through that process.
1: So yeah. Ben. And that's a lot of where elitism comes from. Is pr- privilege. Yeah. Like I grew up in a privileged home, and that's I think why I did well enough for like growing up yeah. and being able to test well because you know it was structured. So mm-hmm. I, I, that was a benefit that I, I, I had. Like it's a privilege to have to have grown up with both parents in a in a house that you know was paid for, or not. It was always yeah. Old not. <laughs> and that's a privilege and, and you know i've had different privilege privileges even since then but you know um resources create privilege and privilege can breed that elitism that you so.
0: i think it's tough though right it's especially as a black person in america a black person in different places you have on one hand people like us are privileged. On the other hand, we're kind of like... Among Black people, we're privileged. In the scope of the ladder, we're still relatively at the bottom of the ladder. So we kind of have that, you know...
1: (laughs) There's levels to everything. Yeah.
0: Which can, at least maybe, within... like like I mentioned, we sometimes forget that we are privileged and sometimes dismissive or people that didn't go HBCUs or, you know, drop line, or there's all these different reasons that we might be dismissive that we don't even think about, but our process influenced our decisions as men. So what have the influences on relationships being to you
1: I mean I grew up in the church so that and 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 playing rec ball and stuff and like my mom and dad was always in a position of leadership in both of those Mm -hmm. like my dad was the football director my mom was cheerleading director at the park and like in track uh my dad was like one of the main uh my dad was always like the, the guy that was uh, one of the main, um, what's the word, uh, team parents or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then at the church, he was like the, the duty deacon. He was the one that counted the money. He was the one that yeah. locked, the, 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 locked the, the church up after everybody left. Mm-hmm. So like that was really what steered me into. Being the type of person I am, I know that much like my dad had a lot to do with my my um moral compass as a person yeah like i I wasn't a perfect person growing up or nothing, but like just like I know where I'm at right now yeah. I just definitely try to promote the good that was instilled in me within me just like from everybody from all those situations that you know i i know the people that he held close in each of those spaces and the park growing up, running track and then the church. I see those type of relationships and, you know, those people, the, the energy that they invested in me. So I'm just trying to make good on that with that. Um, so that, that, that definitely cultivated the, the, like I said, my moral compass and, and my ambition for everything. My whole thing is, like my line name is unorthodox like and i didn't even it didn't fully register at that age when i got that line name like i knew i was different than you know the 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 pro, the, the stereotypical loop but like even now um just where i'm at with you know with my journey um it, it Like, I do feel like I'm kind of just, like, not only different in a, still in a stereotypical sense, whereas, you know, a lot less ego or whatnot, but, and, like, really pushing everything that I'm doing, you know, with it. Like, it's the leadership that that's supposed to be upheld, but um, seeing beyond... A lot of differences in a lot of circumstances, because like even to this day, a lot of people will uphold the the differences in the um, in anything, like because of elitism. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm the type of person that just I, I I'll I'll leave from behind, but you know, I, I understand <laughs> you got to leave from the front and from behind, so to speak. Um, it's like wearing. It's like, they say, uh, just wearing the letters or, you know, really doing the work mm-hmm. at the end of the day. That's the difference. You can, you can wear the letters and, you know, shimmy and uh, throw the yo and all that. But if you don't come to the, the meetings and come to the community service, then you can't wear it. Yeah. If you don't have answers, just get your stuff snatched. Yeah. It's, a lot, it's a lot to it. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, at the end of the day, it's work to do. It's a lot of work to do mm-hmm. and, uh, and we can all do a little more. Yeah. Uh, and I know a, a lot of us have our own things that we're doing already. But uh, again, it's that difference between wearing the letters and going to work. Mm-hmm.